Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Today I thought I'd go through a little bit about market psychology again, a little bit more about how the market works, just to sort of help people make a little bit more sense of the market at the moment. Because as we know, we've had a little bit of trouble with the market being a bit bearish over the past few weeks. But I'd like to pose a question to you, and so you can have a bit of a think about it, is, is really what makes the market stop falling? And also what makes the market stop rising? Because at the moment the market is falling, so and, and how will we know when it's going to stop falling? And, and to me, the, the only answer is, is nobody will ever know for sure when the market's going to stop falling or when, at what point it's going to stop falling. And if somebody says to you they're good at picking that, I would suggest they're probably lying to you more often than not because it's very, very hard to pick. But what makes the share market stop falling? The answer, or hopefully the answer that you've got in your mind is it, mind is it stops falling because everybody stops selling. Uh, and that obviously if everybody stops selling, then the markets must start, start to rise. And I often say in, when I do a seminar, et cetera, is that, uh, you know, when there's on the front page of the newspaper when it says share market crash, you know, market panic, blah, 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 that means that the bottom's going to be happening because often when we see the biggest fear is when we hit the bottom of the market or the biggest greed is when we get to the top of the market because the inverse works in a bull run is what makes the market stop rising. And that's when everybody runs out of money and people stop buying and then it must fall over and start to fall away again. And at the moment, we're seeing a lot of people coming out, not panicking per se, but being quite concerned about about the market. And obviously, we know the research is that most people put well, more money flows into managed funds at the end of the bull market and flows out of them at the end of a bear market. And I'd suggest the bottom that we're, you know, that we're looking for at the moment is we've either just had it or we're very, very close to it. And to me, the, the relationship in the market is just a balance between buyers and sellers. And you know, whenever I'm on Sky Channel or when journalists talk to me, they're always asking me for a reason why the market's going up and down. And I really just like to say to them, like, I really don't care what's happening, what the reason is why the market is moving up or down. It's really what I'm doing about the shares that I own because it is to some degree, it really doesn't matter about what's happening in Greece or the US market or Europe or what's happening with the Euro or, or China or any other thing. It, it's more a matter of like, what matters more to us as individuals is what's happening with our portfolio and the shares that we actually own and what are we going to do with them. Uh, and probably what I would suggest people to do is at the moment there's a lot of people suggesting that we're you know, trying to pick up bargains and, and to me, you know, what is a bargain in the share market or, or picking up or asking about shares, oh, this is really cheap, should I buy it now? And to me, my first um, question to them is, well, how cheap is cheap? If it's trading at $2 at the moment and in two weeks time it's trading at $1, is it cheap at $2 or is it cheap at $1? Because cheap implies you're getting a bargain and, and it's a bargain compared to what? Um, and to me, if a stock is trading now at $10 and it's intrinsically worth $20 or $30, then it's quite cheap. Whereas something that's $0.10, cents, that's real value is only $0.01, cent, then that's quite expensive, even though it's only $0.10. Cents. And we need to keep this in context of what we're actually doing as far as investors and traders. And, and I know a lot of people go to what you would perceive cheap stocks or bargain stocks, or, or some people call them penny dreadfuls, and, uh, and there's lots of different names for them, but some of those smaller cap stocks thinking they're going to make more money uh, simply because they don't have a lot of money to put into them. And really that thinking is quite wrong. You need to be getting into the really, really good shares. Um, probably just on a little of a sideline, I just I had one of our education students send me an email 
uh, the other day because we were having a workshop on the weekend, as some people know, uh, for our students. And in that workshop, we work a lot on investor psychology or trading psychology because trading is really about 80% psychology and 20% about knowledge. But the thing is, is the knowledge or the or your aptitude towards trading is something that's what you have to handle first and get that to a really high level. And at that point on, then you can work on your psychology. But this student of ours who couldn't actually make the weekend but thought she would put, give us a contribution and sent us this nice little um, quote because I often have some quotes that, uh, that I put out. And, and she said the quote or the quote that she sent me is, says that knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit and not a vegetable. Wisdom is knowing not to put a tomato into a fruit salad. And I thought that was quite quite great because a lot of people who think they're traders um, don't really have a lot of knowledge and wisdom. They have this surface level, so therefore they've got a bit of knowledge, but they actually don't have the wisdom to trade, knowing what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing when you're actually trading. And I thought that's quite an apt little quote because often people um, don't get an education or proper education um, wanting uh, because they have this wanting to obviously do it cheap or you know, just read the few books or do the trial and error method and, and as they say ignorance can be expensive which is another quote which I find is quite often happens in the share market is people don't actually get the right education therefore they, they start putting tomatoes into fruit salad and wondering why they end up with a bit of a mess. Anyway I'll leave all that with you and as I said it's just a, a bit of a take on, uh, on what the market's doing and uh, sorry on the market psychology at the moment and what makes markets go up and down at the moment. Right now, I'm thinking the market, sh it really, in my mind, it, we should be finding a bottom now if we already haven't, and we should be going up for a few few weeks. But then you know, we can always be wrong, and we need to make sure and recognise that what our portfolios are doing and, and making sure that we are protecting our capital. And, and, and hopefully, when I speak to you next, the market will be rising up nice and strongly because we all like it to go up. Anyway, I'll leave you with all of that. I'm Dale Gillam, and you've been listening to Talking Wealth. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Bye-bye. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.